Hello, and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition, with your co hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Hello there. We are so glad to be back. You know, we've been busy. I know that we're working out this balance between the virtual and the in-persons. So I just hope that y'all are sticking with us and rocking with us because we've got exciting things going on in person and we've got still our lovely, beautiful virtual family that we're wrapping our arms around. So if we haven't heard from you in a minute, or if you haven't heard from us in a minute, we're still loving on you. We're still thinking about you. We're still praying praying for you. We just want to know, are you rocking with us? <laughs> she just gets better and better. Listen, I'm trapped by the time Jesus comes back. <laughs> I'm going to have these intros all figured out. <laughs> I am. So we're joined today on our podcast by none other than the sun. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, Lord. That wasn't supposed to be. She said he's our featured guest. <laughs> he is always in That's the right. room. That's right. That? Come on in the room. We haven't had a song in so long, I was long, just guys. thinking that. I'm like, she has not gotten to sing in a long time. So Woo! this is her moment right now. Yes. So let her yes. have it. So we are the, the joy duo, Kay and Stephanie, missionaries, sisters, entertainers. I wouldn't say entertainers. We don't. We don't. We, don't. It's just we like, entertain ourselves. Pretty much. Like each other. That's what she means by entertainers. Like we totally entertain one another. We look forward to this time together because we know that there's going to be so many giggles in between uh, and whatnot. There's going to be fun to be had. So we it, we may entertain you just because we're entertaining ourselves, but that's a plus. That's just bonus. Added icing. Yeah. So. Well, we are fresh off of a wonderful week. Well, actually, it feels like we're fresh off, but actually, it was two weeks ago, our VBS at Frank Pierce. You know, I, I did a little vacation there, guys, so technically, I stopped the clock. <laughs> well, you were part of, like, you're, you're one of the directors, so you had a lot of responsibility, so you were allowed a vacation Thank after you. that. Thank you. Know. you. I appreciate it. Refresh. So gracious. There yes. you go. Restoration. But the the fun, the the memories, they're always like a ton of things that I just want to hold on to. And so there was this one particular moment that we're kind of going to, I guess, what do you call it? Unpack it. Because there was mm-hmm. just like so many great things that we learned from our children and that God shows us through them. When he says, suffer the children to come unto me, mm-hmm. I feel like he's telling us to be as little children and, and to come to him like just as we are, full of our curiosities, full of our questions. Like he can handle it, guys. He made us. He knows who we are. So just be you. I love that scripture. My grandmother just told me a, a, a dream she had years and years ago um, about her children and, and, and a dream she had with her and Jesus, and that scripture was part of it. And I was like, oh, that is so woo-woo. Got to visit her this weekend, and, and she shared that with me. So it was so beautiful. beautiful. That is. Gosh, let us go before the Lord with that thought of generations and our legacy of faith that we're leaving. Come on, guys. Isn't he great? He is. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for being who you are. And thank you for creating us in your likeness and in your image, for calling us your dear children, and for even calling us sons, that we could follow after you, that we could be resemblant of you, that we could grow to be like Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for giving us your Holy Spirit, that it would correct us, that it would keep us in the line that we are to, to in the way that we are to go. Thank you for um, correcting us when we fall down, for, for you know, giving us that little rebuke when we need it. Father God, we thank you for just being all present, all available, all merciful, all the things that you are. As we share this word about how you gave us these gifts and how you give us these talents, Father God, remind us that our great privilege to offer these things back to you. It's not a, a, a duty, but it's an honor. It is our life's honor, Father God, to worship you and to thank you for who you are. We thank you that as we share this word, that people will just continue to be encouraged and edified and right where they are, Father God, give them the word that they need to just grow closer to you. And we pray that as we have these, this discussion, Father God, that you are in the midst, that you are helping us to be accurate and, and ever so careful to give you all the praise. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray this. Amen. 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 Well, my husband was watching a video a couple weeks ago, and there was this debate between this one pastor and he, this young person that wanted to debate that what the Bible said. And he kept saying, state your chapter and your verse, okay? <laughs> state your chapter and your verse. Yes. <laughs> My chapter is Matthew 25. And uh, the verse will be verse 14. All right. This is the parable of the talents, a familiar story if you have been around. If not, let's dig in. All right. It goes, for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. And when they say for it will be like we're talking about the kingdom of God. It says to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. So we've got this metaphor here of a man who's going away on a journey. We don't know how long he's going to be gone, but he's giving his servants something of value, something that they can use while he's gone. And he gave them out according, not to his prejudice, not to his, his whatever, but according to their ability. All right. So he went. Um, oh, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me calm down. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents had made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing his additional five more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents, and here I have made five more. So his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. And he also, who had the two talents, came forward saying a similar thing. Master, you delivered to me two talents, and here I've made you two more. 
And so his master said to him, get this, y'all. It was a different amount, but he said the same thing. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Ooh, that was encouragement for me mm-hmm. to stay in my lane. Amen. Say the same thing. Okay, let me not. Come on this. now. Okay, okay. So he who had received the one talent now comes forward. And he said, Master, I knew you to be a hard man. Where did he get that from, y'all? Like, he delivered to you a talent. Like, he didn't make you go work for it. He delivered it to you. So we got a question where these thoughts come from. Mm-hmm. He said, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and I hid your talent in the ground. Here, have what is yours. But his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming, I should have at least received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has, there will be more given. And he, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Mm, mm, mm. The last verse, y'all. And cast that worthless servant into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. May God add a blessing to the hearers and the doers of his word. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> you, if you could see her face when she said that, oh my gosh. Amen. All right, let's dive in. <sighs> so the 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 object, the moment, the little spark moment in VBS that made these scriptures uh, come to my remembrance. There was this beautiful young girl, pro- probably like middle school age, and every night we had this opening rally, right? And it's just supposed to be high energy, high impact. Everybody comes, gets revved up before we go to our respective places. And there's adults and there's you know busy little kids. And it can be intimidating. I mean, mm-hmm. even for me up there with that microphone, I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. And so I posed the question. I said, who out here has a talent that God has given them? And so the little kids, their eyes are kind of big and like, um, and, you know, there's always the ones that their hands go up and they want to say the answer, Jesus. <laughs> but even, They are consistent. They're consistent. But even they were kind of like, mm, I don't know if I should shoot my hand up at this. So there comes this lone, brave hand that slowly inches in the air. And I call on her and I say, come on up here. I said, what's the talent that you have? Because I don't think I mentioned, but the theme of our VBS was Spark Studios, that God is the master creator. He's the master artist and he makes us masterpieces. Uh, Ephesians 2.10, he's created good works for us Mm -hmm. to do. That was, you know, our, our motto there. And so... That was the application question at that moment was, hey, he didn't just give you, you know, these these spiritual things like he's given you some 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 real gifts that you can use and that are available to you. So what are they and are you using them? That's a big question for the kids in that moment. But again, back to my brave girl who raised her hand, she said, God has given me the gift of singing. So I said, "Okay." Um, I'm trying to think in my head. I don't want to put her on the spot or embarrass her, but I want to know if she can like Will you be willing to share? So I give her a minute. I'm asking kids questions, and I come back to her. I said, are you going to share that gift? 
And she said, yes. So I tell her to turn around so that the eyes aren't like boring into her because Stephanie, as a worship leader, you know what those faces do I to the you. courage. <laughs> My praise and worship leader, Erica, is always saying, open your eyes. Right. No. So we turn our backs to the audience and I'm thinking she's going to sing like a Beyonce or a, you know, somebody else. But she begins to softly whisper at first, hallelujah, hallelujah. And she gets louder. She goes on and she does it for like a good few seconds. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening. I'm like cheering, but I don't want to scare It is. I get goosebumps just telling the story. And so as she finishes, I'm like, did you guys hear that? I'm telling all the people who are at the registration table, I'm like, stop what you're doing and cheer. <laughs> this baby has just poured her Aww. gift out before us. Make some noise. So everybody's clapping. And I see she's like beaming now. And in that moment, like she's ministering to me and, and, and I'm in front of all these people. But at that moment, I'm like getting a, a, a bit emotional because God is saying, we should be confidently, bravely, boldly sharing our gifts in this way that we can not only prove that we are not, first of all, conjuring these gifts up ourselves, but that they are a gift that has been given to us. And when we use them and display them, we, we prove God right. Mm -hmm. we, we, we make him faithful. Man is a liar. He changes, but God is faithful to his word. And so his word stands true that he has made us these masterpieces with gifts and that if we just use them, that we will draw men unto him. So I was reading something a while back and it just made me think of this actually. Um, but the scripture when he says we are fearfully and wonderfully made, uh -huh, uh -huh. that we are made in his image. I kind of put two scriptures together. But when we think about the fact that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and that um, we're made in his image, all of these giftings that we have, all of those things that we that make up make us up, I guess. Yeah. Um those are things of God. Like those are the 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 those part, you know I don't want to say good or special or anything like that, but those are just God putting all of his special giftings, all of his special him yeah, in I get, us. I get Do you it. get what I mean? I get it. And so we, we have these, these gifts and it's like, wow, God, that that's a piece of him that he gave me. And then also the other thing that it made me think about is, is the scripture you, you started with suffer, not the little children mm -hmm. to come unto me. Right. Um, it just make reminds me of the purity of, of children, the, the, the fearlessness and the, yeah. the purity that we all once had, you know, I remember being very bold, mm -hmm. you know, I'm laughing as you just shared at the park, your <laughs> war wound. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very bold and not always yes. in the best things. Right. I was, I was just, was a go you know, I was a go, I was just, you know, the tomboy, I was jumping from the highest thing and, you know, bouncing off stuff and just, and even bold with even speaking bold with even singing in front of people bold with it. And we lose that along the way. Yeah. So I think what Jesus was saying was that purity that in that that fearlessness that yeah. children have, we are to have as well. And so as we grow older, we're to have that same fearlessness in sharing that gift, that special part of him that he gave us um, 
And that becomes, that's a part of our witness. Yes. And like you said, to not only prove God's faithfulness, but to, to, to show others that he is real. Amen. So that just made me think of that. Oh, it's a perfect connection. I mean, I think just from the parable that we read there, that word stood out to me that he delivered. Like when the, 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 the three servants there, they did not work for the thing, the talents that were given to them. And even that last one there who, you know, he called wicked at the end, he said, I know you to be um, this this hard man that that you expect almost uh, and to paraphrase it something from nothing, and I hear people kind of not say that directly, but allude to it in their thinking when they say things like "I'm not good at anything," like mm. "I'm I'm there's nothing special about me," like people. And, and, and it's easy to kind of get into that thinking, like when we're doing that whole comparison thing, mm-hmm. you're scrolling through the Instagram and you're seeing people doing all this stuff that looks so great, grand and wonderful. And you're like, woe is me, or I don't have that and I don't have this. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to this parable here. He gave each according to their ability. So is and- ability a static thing or is that something that you can change? And to me, that makes me think about how we're each given a measure of faith, Mm -hmm. that measure of faith doesn't have to stay a mustard seed. You could water that thing. You could grow that thing. You could stand on some scripture and, and let God show you who he is. And that mustard seed can turn into a baobab tree if you want it to. And so it makes me think about things that we've just kind of accepted as true or accepted as reality. And there are things that can be changed. And so for me in my mind, even in my, my real estate vein, where we're talking about what you start with and what you grow and you can expect, um, in, invest in and nurture, like those abilities, I, 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 I just, you know, I know God's real. And I know that I've seen people start out like our pastor, he'll, he'll tell you, Hey, I had my testimony down pat and that was all you could get from me. But now, you know, at the park, we just had this service outdoors where his iPad was overheating and he couldn't have a piece of paper in front of him, but he preached a a beautiful (laughs) message for 30, 40 minutes. And it was just the Holy spirit flowing Mm -hmm. and working through him. And to me, that's an example of your ability growing with your faith. And yeah, jump in. And well, yeah, and that, and that that's perfect, and and it's right in line with scripture. I'm going to say two things. First, I'm re- I'm going straight to scripture because yes. I, I I the the support in what you just said. Um, when uh, in First Corinthians, I think this is Paul when he talks about you know spiritual gifts, and he says now concerning uh, spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed, right? Mm-hmm. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the spirit of God ever says Jesus is a curse. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them 
are all in everyone. And it does go back to your, your measure of faith. It goes back to how much are we abiding and remaining in deepening that relationship with God. And like you said, those, those things grow and, or, or God brings them out even more or he, um, your measure of faith in, 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 you know, when you're faithful over a few things, then he makes you rulers over many, meaning grow, enlarging that, you know, territory, um, that sphere of influence that um, he, you're, you you then begin to use them, which is one, I don't want to jump ahead, but use them, you know, for his glory and use, yeah. you understand what it is. First of all, you can discover and he can reveal what those things are. So to my second point, that person, and I've heard that too, Oh, I'm not, I'm, you know, I don't really have anything special that I do. Well, you're saying that this scripture is incorrect and that God did not give you a gifting and that's incorrect. incorrect. Not only that, I think you're diminishing when the scripture says you're fearfully and wonderfully made and he made you in his image. Then I think you're, you diminish yeah. and, and you speak contrary to those scriptures as well. Right. Um, but what we get what what we get mixed up is me in and of myself I'm not special but the holy spirit that empowers me is it's very special so it then now we can say not by might not by power but by the spirit yes I'm absolutely gifted but me in and of myself yeah no I'm nobody special in that respect Right. And so when people say that, I, I, I kind of cringe because I'm like, mm, we don't we we're not looking at it um, with the right lens on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we had so many conversations about value and perspective, and I feel the same thing. This this parable illuminates that again. If we don't value. I mean, I think I was just overhearing a message at my mom's house on my way over here about how whenever there's a miracle that's um, that God is about to work, that he always used something in that person's house or in their uh, mm. repertoire there. So like with the the uh, the widow, um, she had to collect the jars. The jars, because yes. she had a little bit of oil, right? Yes. And even, um, what was the other, the fish, uh, the, the five fish and the mm-hmm. two loaves, it was something that they had that he used. And from what they had, it became, you know, what they needed. And in this case, I'm thinking about, well, if they had not deemed what they had enough, mm-hmm. like worthy of being a participant in that miracle, then they would have never seen, you know, God do what he had in, in, in store to do. And the same is true with us. We have these little things that don't seem like much, like your little inkling mm-hmm. to play with babies. Like mm-hmm. there are so many young women who I see and especially in the like the teenage group where they just have babies and they just have this inclination to to play with them and they say oh that's i just like but i'm like no that little inclination mm-hmm. is but you got to like you have to have a passion for that let's just yeah. sidebar for just a second <laughs> just, that's no small thing that's no small thing cuz like you said i i did get an opportunity in vbs to kind of visit some different stations right yeah and and i my i my last assignment was with the little babies <laughs> and that was interesting <laughs> i love little babies but i i they're so um delicate that 
I feel like I'm going to break them. So that's not really where I'm like rushing to. Whereas you say there are people that they just immediately, that's their passion and they rush to that and they do just such a great job. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh gosh, the last thing I want to do is break somebody's kid and then hand them back to them. So that, (laughs) I'm in auntie mode. Like, so for me, I'm always a little bit nervous around the itty bitty babies, right? Mm -hmm. But for some people, they have that passion, and they're just drawn to it. Like I can think of um, one of our young adults, Brooke. She just oh gosh, she was the baby whisperer. Yeah, she was baby whisperer. She loved it. She just had that heart for them. Yeah, and but you know, in the context of like her resume, (laughs) she probably wouldn't put that down as a a, a skill or Mm -hmm. a, a highlighting quality, but. God takes those little things that we despise or we don't think much Mm -hmm. of and he uses them to like bless other people Mm -hmm. to 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 make us these like unique um, like living, breathing, like just dispensers of his grace. I Mm -hmm. think of how Brooke blessed so many people Mm -hmm. in this ministry from just, hey, you need need 30 minutes of like get them away from me. I'll take them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she would do that. She would have the little kids just gathered around and give the moms a break. And that seems like no big deal, but you've just blessed a mom who was probably like at her wits end and needed that 30 minutes to like, please God help me get through this day kind of thing. And, 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 I, and not only that, cause she went on to become a teacher. Exactly. So number one, you know that your child is in good hands and somebody that cares for them, that's loving toward them, right? So let the relaxation or the moment of peace that, you know, not the kids that, not that the kids don't right. bring you peace. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but that moment that you need to yourself for just, you know, a moment to regroup, you can be, you can actually rest in that and be okay because you know that they're in good hands. And so when I think about her as a teacher, wow, what a privilege for those little kiddos that are in her class because you know that they're going to have those, and I think it's first grade. Mm-hmm. They're going to have one of the best experiences. They're going to remember her as one of their best teachers because she has that passion for them. She values mm-hmm. little kids and, 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 making them joyful you know what I mean yes whereas other people I'm like oh gosh I didn't break her so here like y'all not to divert but Stephanie I had a moment time it was the best I wish I had a little recorder (laughs) (laughs) she survived though I did survive but that was just over the top I'm like I I well can I just set the scene and then we'll move on so I had baby Caden, and I'm, I'm going to call his name because he's just precious. But he's now, like, table food ready. And so he he had a, a hot dog. And I was worried about the hot dogs anyway because I'm like, I don't know if this baby's old enough to be eaten. Even though they were cut up very fine. The people in that ministry did a great job. They were cut up very fine. I was still a little concerned. Again, I don't want your baby to break in my care. But there's the hot dog bun that went in the mouth and out the mouth. And I happen to pick it up and it's wet. And I'm like, okay, all right, that's one thing. I can get through it. You know, we hadn't gotten to the hot dogs, but then he decided he wanted a little baked beans. So I was trying to feed him the baked beans. But then I look in his mouth. There's baked beans on one side. There's wet bread on the other side. I'm, I just picked up wet bread in my hand. 
and somehow there's this little piece of hair hanging from his mouth. And I'm like, where did he get, get the it, hair? Get it, get it. <laughs> She's over there pointing at it. And then it sounded like he was like up chucking almost. Like the beans were not, you know, and so that just sent me right over the edge. Okay, I got that out. I'm sorry, you know, oh, mom, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I couldn't. <sighs> So Kay had to help me. Yeah, that was She's my sister. She always helps me. She's just always there. So I appreciated her. My laughter was painful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. They were like, Stephanie, get up. Just get up. <laughs> I was fine at arts and crafts. I was fine in the music department. I, I don't know. I got roped into that the little, little babies, I tell oh. you. But again... That passion, that example that you use, that yes. that that is something, and and people kind of gloss over it, yeah. and um, but then you look at the contrary, where many people are like, yeah, I don't do little kids, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. and it's like, well, no, somebody's got to be. The scripture tells us what: suffer not the little children. So somebody's got to be in there, and I, hey, I gave it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl again. It's not that I'll shy away. I just, that's not my strength. There you go. See, because our gifts are also, our last point was for our enjoyment. So if you're not getting enjoyment, then that might be a clue that, hey, although it might be an act of service and in an area where, you know, hey, being obedient, God can still use you. But I I think of just like those, those things that, what people who knit <laughs> all right she's got another example let's see where we're gonna go with this one let's I don't go know. it just dropped in there i hope it was the right one <laughs> but i think like people who can get peace and just like mm-hmm. solitude from that by just you know i don't get it but i'm just it's 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 something that brings you joy and it's something that just makes you like take the day away mm-hmm. and that to me is just like God's little, these little gifts that we have, you know, like it doesn't have, it's not always the big things. It's the little things. You and know? I think that's what people get caught up on is the, the first thing um, is I'm not in a position where somebody's seeing me. So first you got, everybody wants to be the pastor or the, the minister of the morning, right? They Correct. want to get in the pulpit and that's not always where you are called to be. And it's like, mm, let's rediscover. Let's kind of maybe go back to God. And because I'm not sure if we spent enough time understand discovering what what it is that God has for us. Uh-huh. Um, and then there, you know, maybe they want to sing. But it's like this one. I, I I'm very passionate about because it's what is your motivation? Uh-huh. And I'll share, we actually had a young lady when we went to the Virgin Islands on mission trip for the very first time, and we're all standing up there, and she was literally, because um, certain people would have a microphone on a microphone stand, certain people were told to stand in front of the microphone because they knew the part, could hold the note, weren't you going to veer over to the soprano part or the alto part or the tenor part, whatever, right. their fancy kind of thing. <laughs> they actually um, 
had practiced their their gifting basically because you can't just say I got a gift and not practice it, Mm-mm. not work it, you know, and 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 seek the Lord in it, and not you know. There's some things that you got to do, right? But this one young lady decided that she was gonna pretty much almost throw a fit while we were doing praise and worship because. She felt like the other young lady was hogging the microphone. And then she proceeded afterwards to go to everybody she thought and said she was hogging the microphone. She ended up leaving the ministry because we she felt like um and that the 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 worship it was a different worship leader at this point um or minister of music that they would not give him give her a solo. And she felt like we were sleeping on her talents. So it's, do you want God to be glorified? Or do you want to be glorified? Uh -uh. So we have to, you know, really, you know, look at our motivation. So a lot of people want those types of giftings because it puts them out front. Right. Nobody ever understands how important it is to be someone that is behind the scenes that without that person, a lot of stuff wouldn't get done or that person that's in hospitality that will give of their time and serving, you know, to, to assist a family at a repast after they've lost a loved one or that, that usher that, you know, yeah, it looks like they just stood by the door and took people to their um, seats or whatnot, but they have a very important job. And going back to the parable, these servants, when they got an additional five or an additional two talents, they didn't go to the mall. (laughs) They didn't go and say, oh, I think uh, this is exactly the, you know, amount of money I need to get that new weave. No, they presented it back to the master, the master. And, and, And the same is true with us. As you talk about motivation, if you can't give it back and present it humbly and lay it down, like bow down. I'm, I'm picturing myself laying prostrate. Like Mm -hmm. you're low Mm -hmm. God, you are high and lifted up. Mm -hmm. You are worthy. You are the name above all names. We want to make your name great. I am here at your feet presenting Mm -hmm. this thing. And that's got to be like the mental picture on repeat, on loop. Mm -hmm. Every day we get up, Mm -hmm. every time we get a pat on the back, Mm -hmm. every time we get a plaque, every time somebody says, girl, you cute, like you got to play that thing. I am low. I am bound. Mm -hmm. Got to stay high. You are exactly. And remember that this is all for an end. It's mm-hmm. not to to keep you away from anything. Mm-hmm. It's not to deprive you of your shine. In fact, girlfriend, you're gonna get more shine mm-hmm. <laughs> by staying in your lane and staying under. Oh yeah, his he protection. glorifies you. Exactly. He lifts you up. And um, I, my my example that I love is that the one thing Hannah wanted more than anything was a child. Mm-hmm. And Hannah got that child finally. She didn't say, my child, my baby, my this, my that, you know, and and hoard him and keep him away from everything. No. Hannah took that child. She said, I made a promise. And she offered that child back up to God. That's the scripture says, as soon as he was weaned, she took him back to Eli, right? Yep. And I think about her. I'm like, Hannah gave up a whole child. 
Like the the one thing that she prayed for most when God gave it to her, she gave it back to him. Uh-huh. And that's what he's looking for. That's what he and it's funny because that was part of my grandmother's dream. She wasn't referencing Hannah at all. Uh-huh. But her dream, if I could paraphrase a little bit of it, was that um you know, she opened the door to her apartment and it looked as if it was, you know, something leading to heaven and Jesus was ushering her to him with her kids. And she had them, you know, all by the hand. She was bringing them along and she got to a certain point and she, at that point, wasn't, he wasn't telling her to come forward, but he told her, give me the children. Right. And in that moment, she said, I, I began to usher them up to him. And I'm like, you know, I'm getting chills. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Grandma, he was wanting to see, were you willing to, or did you recognize that first they were from him? Right. They belonged to him. And were you willing to give them back to him? You know, he gave them to you for your in, to put in, there in your care right now. But were you were you so um, attached or not attached, but mm-hmm. um, that mind, mind, mind syndrome, or were you willing to give the very gifts that he gave you back to him? He wanted to see your heart, and I was like, man, that's so that. Oh my gosh. Um, but that's what God is asking: Will you the gift that I gave you? Will you give it back to me? Hannah is our example. Will you give it back to me? And then see what I can do with it. You know what I mean? What did he he do with Samuel? Uh, See? (gasps) Samuel. You know? So one of the, 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 the most important, you know, prophets, right? Right. Um, he was used to pick the first king. He was used to pick King David. He was, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, so if we, if we take what God has given us and we offer it back up to him, then he can take it. It's like, um, and it, it made me think of it when you get that gift on Christmas and you're trying to sit there and assemble it yourself, <laughs> When the right thing to do was to take it back to the store, you know, where the people said, oh, we'll put that bike together for you. And you say, no, 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 I got this. And you bring this bike home and you don't know what's the, the Allen wrench from the Phillips <laughs> screwdriver. And God is saying, bring that back to me. Let me assemble it. for. Let me show you yes. why I gave it to you, how I want you to use it for my kingdom. Right. And let let let's let me get it and you know assemble for you properly. Get it to you where um, I've been able to mold and shape you so that when I need to use you, you understand where you you know you understand that humble submission, and then and understand how I'm able to then take the gifting that I gave you and use it in a way that you couldn't do on your own and use it for my kingdom. Use it to draw men to me. Use it, you know, that I be glorified and and others will see that, see that testimony and come to me. 
and we get it so twisted. And but to bring it all back, that little girl, and I said this to you, I think she's gonna remember that you know you said you know God gives gives us these gifts to give back to Him to draw men. Uh, all men to him. So I just feel that in somewhere, it may not always be on the forefront, but that somewhere in her journey, she's going to remember this gift that God gave me. I'm to offer it back to him so that he be glorified and, 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 and men are, and all men are drawn to him. They, it is a wit it's a part of my witness. Yes. I thought that was beautiful. That If that's all that came from VBS, that's amazing. That's amazing. not all that came from VBS. But if it is, that's amazing. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a beautiful bow. So I just don't know how to wrap this up because I, we're, we're determined to make these episodes bite size <laughs> and not entrees as we have been. <laughs> we're nearing the entree, just by the way. That's because I I, I, my bow took a little bit longer, but so it sorry. It's beautiful. So I, 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 all hearts and minds are clear over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, I will tell you, it is a joy to be back together with my sister in Christ and, and doing these podcasts. Um, in a couple weeks, we were just sharing that we, we get the opportunity to go on mission uh, together. So we're going on a mission trip and our prayer is that God would move that we would be able to do a podcast in the Virgin Islands. And so we Yay. hope to be able to bring that to you. Um, look forward to sharing what God is doing in our lives and how he moves because he always moves on those mission trips. And it's not just for um, the people, us thinking again, it's that it's the posture that we must have that posture of humility because it ain't about, Oh, let me go help somebody. It's about watch how God changes you in this experience. Watch how God helps you in this experience and what he's going to do. So it's always an exciting, it's a little scary because it's like God is going to do some work. He's going to, he's going to, you know, you know, that, that double-edged sword is going to get in there and, and, and do some surgery and pruning, like you said, and, and it's a little unnerving, but it's, it's exciting and, and, thankful to God that he loves us enough to even do it. So looking forward to it and then looking forward to, to uh, sharing with you on that journey. Um, so if nothing more, Kate, let's look to the Lord. Gracious and eternal father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you so much that um, you have allowed us to be your servants. What a privilege. What a privilege to come to you in prayer. What a privilege to offer our gifts back up to you. Just a privilege, Father. We thank you that you sit high and you look low. We thank you, Lord, that you allow us to decrease, that you may increase in us. And the gifting, the giftings that you have given us, Father God, you can take and use them for your good, your glory, Father God. You can use them to be a blessing to others. And for that, Lord, we say thank you. What a privilege to be called your child. Father, we love you. We just look forward to just being in your service, excuse me, in your service, Father, to be used by you, Father. Lord, Help us to keep the right perspective. Help us to keep the right um, posture and understanding that without you, apart from you, we can do nothing. But when we abide in you, he it is that bears much fruit, Father God.
So, Lord, help us to continue to abide. Help us to continue to remain, Father God. Help us to understand that you are the vine and we are the branches, oh God. Lord, we love you and we lift you up. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the Women's Ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.